You are listening to the Amateur Church Podcast, where we pursue excellence in ministry with the right motivation for the sake of love. I'm Pastor Matt, and I'm so thankful that you are on this disciple's journey with me. The Amateur Church Podcast is a call for anyone who is tired of church being a programmed organization. I want to be an amateur, at least in the sense that how I lead, preach, and serve is based on love. So our love for Jesus Christ drives us to love one another and to love His Word. It is His Word that we've been studying this year, and now we are in the book of John, the last of the four Gospels. We saw last week uh, John chapter 1 through 11 and look specifically at uh, seven signs that Jesus did uh, and the seven I am statements. This week we're looking at John 12 through 21 and we're going to see uh, really the last uh, half of John really takes place in this last week of Jesus's earthly ministry. So while John 1 through 11 uh, looks primarily at the first three and a half years, John uh, chapters 12 through 21 pick up and focus on that very last uh, week. Now remember uh, that as we're looking at all of this, that uh, John's focus is that Jesus is the Son of God. Now before we jump to chapters 12 through 21 this week, I do want to really, uh, really take you to John chapter 5 and ask a question. Why should we believe in Jesus? Why should we trust his testimony? Now, while you read this this past week, uh, last week, I want it to be the foundation of what we're going to see this coming week because uh, we can we can look at a lot of what uh, John wrote about Jesus and say, well, yeah, that's just John's opinion, but it's really not. John is going to lay out, I believe, in one of the most masterful ways why we can trust uh, Jesus Christ as the Son of God. And this helps us uh, to believe the Passion Week. So, for instance, John chapter 5, look at verse 30 with me, and we're going to look at this. It's uh, Jesus is talking, and here's what he says. I can do nothing on my own initiative. So this shows us that Jesus didn't come in his own accord, but by the sending of the Father. He says, As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of him, God, who sent me. If I alone testify about myself, my testimony is not true. There is another who testifies of me, and I know that the testimony which he gives about me is true. Now, the he in that statement is God the Father. Now, I want you to hold on to this because many people will say Jesus never declared himself as God, which is wrong. That's a, that's a uh, false statement. Jesus did in certain ways. But not only did Jesus declare himself God, notice who and what else declared himself as God. Look at verse 33. You have sent to John, and he has testified to the truth. But the testimony which I receive is not from man, but I say these things so that you may be saved. He was the lamp that was burning and was shining, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But the testimony which I have is greater than the testimony of John. So pause for a second. The very first testimony he gives is the testimony of John the Baptist. Not just John the disciple, but John the Baptist is this first testimony. And he has what we know as the spirit of Elijah that would come before the Messiah according to the Old Testament. So when Jesus declares John the Baptist as his testifier, he is saying what the entire Old Testament pointed to, that Jesus is the Messiah. So that's testimony number one, why we should trust Christ. 
testimony number two. Here's what he says in verse 36. The works which the Father has given me to accomplish, the very works that I do testify about me that the Father has sent me. We discussed this last week uh, of why we can trust Jesus Christ because of the works he did, the miracles and the signs. And I've heard many people say, well, yes, tons of miracles have been done by other people. Well, maybe certain miracles and signs that God has allowed to be seen, but not to the extent that Jesus Christ performed miracles in that time period and for that purpose. Jesus had uh, power over disease, over natural disasters, but over death ultimately. And the only way that Christians today are able to work in the power uh, to perform miracles of that uh, kind is through the Holy Spirit, which is the paraclete, the helper, the one who is like Jesus God himself. So the works of God were done by Jesus in order to prove that he is who he says he is. But then we have verse 38. You uh, uh, Or verse 37 says, And the Father who sent me... He has testified of me. You have, ne- you have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his form. You do not have his word abiding in you, for you do not believe in him who sent me. Uh, so Jesus, in, in almost a, uh, uh, a, um, a warning to them about who they need to listen to, that if they don't believe in Christ, they're not listening to God, he's saying God himself, the Father himself, sent him and testified of him. So we have John the Baptist, we have the works of Jesus, and we have the words of the Father. And then in verse 39, this should have been the eye-opener for most of the Jews, but verse 39 says, You search the Scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. It is these that testify about me. And then he says, And you're one, you are unwilling to come to me so that you may have life. I do not receive glory from men, but I know you that you do not have the love of God in yourselves. I have come in my Father's name. And so we we have this, we have scripture that backs up. And this is going to be from Genesis all the way to Malachi. For us, uh, it'd be you know, this this understanding of the entirety of the Old Testament. And Jesus is pointing back to uh, the this this portion of scripture that the Jews believed in. And Jesus is saying, it speaks of me. The book of Hebrews shows that all of the Old Testament speaks of Jesus. And then finally, we have, uh, according to verse 45, listen. Do not think that I will accuse you before the Father. The one who accuses you is Moses, in whom you have set your hope. For if you believe Moses, you would believe me. For he wrote about me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? So Jesus then says, Moses and his teachings testify of me. Think of it. Numbers chapter 21 with the bronze serpent. Jesus is that. Uh, It was a symbol of who Jesus would be, according to John chapter 3 that we talked about last week. Jesus is that uh, bronze serpent picture for us. Deuteronomy chapter 18 verse 15, where Moses says the prophet will come. That is Jesus. Numbers chapter 20 and 1 Corinthians chapter 10 both relate uh, about the rock in the wilderness, that Jesus is the rock. Leviticus chapters 1 through 7 talk about the seven offerings, uh, and and it's, uh, it's clearly seen that Christ is our offering that fulfills all of those. We see the tabernacle and the sacrificial system, the high priest, all written by Moses uh, speak about Jesus Christ. So track with me. Understand why should we believe in Jesus? Why can we trust his testimony? Because John the Baptist, 
the works of Jesus, the words of the Father, Scripture itself, and Moses in and his teachings, according to what uh, the Jews believed in, all point to Christ being the Son of God. And Jesus shares that in John chapter 5, verses 30 through 47. And I would encourage you, anytime you talk to anyone who questions the authority of Jesus Christ, any specifically any Jew uh, or anyone who holds to the Old Testament, uh, point them to this passage and it will back up completely uh, that Jesus is authoritative. Hey, I love you. I'm praying for you. Stakes in the ground.